So I don't know if you've seen this, but there has been some chatter that Donald Trump may be ineligible to run for president, couldn't be on the ballot in 2024 because of the 13th Amendment under Section 3, which states that no one who has, quote, engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof would be ineligible to run for office. Now, as far as I know, Donald Trump has not been found guilty of of any crime yet. Yet, and it's still possible he may. But is it too premature to even start going down this road? And is there any real validity to it? Because you've got law experts all across this country weighing in, some people thinking that there's there's a legitimate argument to be made that the 14th Amendment under Section 3 would 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 be a valid argument and others not so much steve Liedel is with the dykema law firm and he joins us uh to talk about this steve it's great to have you what do you make of of these arguments that the former president would be ineligible to run based on the the idea of a of an insurrection against the government well i take them seriously for three reasons one uh, the legal issues are being raised by well-respected legal scholars on um, both sides of the political perspe- political spectrum, uh, conservative, right-leaning, Federalist Society members, and other constitutional experts on the left side of the spectrum, like Professor Lawrence Tribe at Harvard. Uh, two, uh, because of the plain language of the Constitution, uh, which officials throughout the country are obligated to comply with, uh, and three, because of past history and practice uh, and legal precedent. So what is the precedent in this case, or what would it be? Well, we know that um, secretaries of states and other election officials are obligated when uh, a candidate does not meet the constitutional qualifications uh, for an office to not place a candidate on the ballot. So, for example, Persons have been denied access to the ballot as a presidential candidate because they aren't old enough. They don't meet the constitutional 35-year-old or older requirement. They're not a natural-born citizen, or they're running with a uh, running mate uh, who lives in the same state, and they're prohibited under the federal constitution from holding office. In all those instances, individuals have been denied access to the ballot. This is just an additional qualification uh, to hold the office if you engage in the per- prohibited insurrection activities, the Constitution prohibits you from serving in the office and appearing on a ballot. So I- as we stand today, because Donald Trump is facing charges, but he hasn't been found guilty on any of those charges as it pertains to the insurrection charge. Uh, does that play here? Do, do Does he actually need to be found guilty of a crime before this would, if if indeed is is valid if would take effect? Apparently no, for two reasons, or let's say three reasons. Uh, One, um, the Constitution doesn't require a criminal conviction. In other instances, in state and federal law, in constitutions and statutes, individuals may be prohibited from serving once they've been convicted of a crime. That's not the case here. That was not the original intent. Merely the act of engaging in insurrection-related activities are providing aid and comfort, which may not have been a crime, is what's prohibited. That action, not a criminal conviction, there's no intervening you know, act required. Uh, so, so that's the first reason. 
Uh, secondly, so j- just to clarify, was, so that would be like the fact that he was there the day of w- when they went into the Capitol, the fact that he was in the area, the fact that he participated in the rally would would fall under that umbrella? There could be a wide range of actions. The legal scholars that have looked at this have you know, indicated his actions to encourage the vice president for example, to act inconsistent uh, with the vice president's duties under the Constitution sure. could be providing aid and comfort to the insurrection. Remember, mm. the president, uh, as president, took an oath to support and defend the Constitution uh, and is also responsible, has a duty to faithfully execute the law. So in this context, you know, lawyers, judges looking at this have to ask the question, did President Trump fulfill his duty to the Constitution, or was he seeking to um, support and defend the interest of Donald Trump? Was he faithfully executing the law, or was he proceeding in a manner that benefited him, notwithstanding the obligations of the law? So let's say you've got secretaries of state around the country that are, are maybe some are willing to make this move, some are not. What are the legal ramifications of perhaps some states in allowing Donald Trump to be on the ballot. And again, whether or not this is right, wrong or indifferent, I'm just making the argument. If if there are some that will allow him to be on the ballot, some that won't allow him to be on the ballot, what are the legal ramifications here? Well, I think you're likely to see litigation, uh, particularly if different states are uh, approaching the matter in a different and they likely will because we don't have a federal election we have a series of you know, 50 plus state and territorial elections uh, to select a federal president. Uh, so the processes and language that's applicable in various states do vary. Mm-hmm. So I suspect we'll, we'll see a determination uh, from a federal court at some point and folks will have the opportunity to make their case and battle it out on all the legal issues uh, in, a, in a court, um, you know, most likely ultimately the Supreme Court at some point. Steve Lidl joins us. Steve, we have not seen anything like this before in in terms of the highest office in the land, uh, the president of the United States. What 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 kind you talked a little bit about the precedent that would allow this, but what kind of precedent would this set going forward? Well, it set the precedent that folks who engage in an insurrection and a rebellion or providing aid and comfort. Uh, to a rebellion, if that's in fact what occurred here, uh, if that can be demonstrated, they should never hold public office in this country again, because the people of this country, in adopting the 14th Amendment, have made a decision, a longstanding decision, that folks that engage in that sort of activity are acting contrary to the interests of the country, the Constitution, and our democracy. Mm. Uh, Steve Liedel, it's great stuff. It's an interesting argument that's being made, and certainly law experts are chewing on all over the country. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. Uh, meanwhile, you've got a watchdog group out of Colorado that is suing to have Donald Trump, uh, his name, removed from the ballot. It's the Citizens for Responsible and Ethics in Washington. They filed it on behalf of six Republican and unaffiliated voters in in Colorado that include former federal, state and local officials. They allege that Donald Trump violated the oath of office by recruiting, inciting and encouraging a violent mob that attacked the Capitol on January 6th in a futile attempt to remain in office.
Meanwhile, you've got Donald Trump weighing in on these discussions. Uh, He took to Truth Social, saying almost all legal scholars have voiced opinions that the 14th Amendment has no legal basis or standing relative to the upcoming 2024 presidential election. Like election interference, it is just another trick, the president says, being used by the radical left communist Marxist and fascists to steal to again steal an election that their candidate, the worst, most incompetent and most corrupt president in U.S. history, is incapable of winning in a free and fair election. Make America great again. So my question to you is, where are you at on this argument that Donald Trump's name would be removed from ballots? would be removed from ballots. You would not be able to vote for Donald Trump. You could write him in, but you wouldn't be able to fill in the bubble. I, I, I'm, I, I am, would be very interested to, to see the state of our politics after a move like that. And look, it's a, it's a conundrum for conservatives because conservatives value the Constitution. And if this is an amendment that you need to follow, I'd love to hear from you. 800 859 